Welcome to the Hottest Wellness Podcast. I've got time. I'm Cher Galore. And I'm Shakayla. Here we discuss personal growth, relationships, and how to embody the Be Better lifestyle. Hey. Hey, girl. <laughs> What's up with you? Nothing, you know, just maxing and relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call it, I guess. Floating in the universe, aimlessly around the sun. Is it aimlessly, really? I mean, there's a reason for everything, but we don't have to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, sometimes that's just what it has to be. Like, sometimes a little detachment is okay. Just a little, though. Just a little. Just an bitsy teensy tiny weenie yellow polka dot bikini amount. Like, that's it. So, hot detachment. (laughs) Detach, but make it fashion. Pretty much. I like that. So, um... How you feeling? How I'm feeling? I'm feeling a lot of things. You know, Scorpio season is eating me up right now. So, yeah, that's how I feel. I don't know if you girls are into astrology and whatnot, but the astrology is astrologizing. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We just hit Scorpio season. We just had a new moon eclipse in the sign of Scorpio. Mm -hmm. And that has me a little disoriented, you know, shaking up the table, like Mm -hmm. Kay Michelle would say. And, um... You know, we doing what we have to do to ground ourselves in these moments of uncertainty or just like blah. Sometimes it's just blah, you know? That's how I feel anyways. I don't know about (laughs) y'all. I just want to go to sleep. I feel really sleepy too. I think a lot of people have been saying that. Like, it's a very like, you just need more rest, more time to rejuvenate you know from everything and i feel like that's important to recognize when you're having those feelings and to do what you got to do to support yourself through those emotions like if you feel like you need more rest then maybe you should rest yeah yeah i know it's easier said than done because also then there's sometimes you have those feelings of being inadequate i know i do or i feel like I started subscribing to me being lazy. Like this past week, I just decided to give myself some grace because I'm behind on like three assignments right now. I got caught up on a couple. I was behind on like five, girl. (laughs) And normally I'll just be like tearing myself to shreds. But this week I was like, girl, first of all, I was in the hospital. Uh Then we had the kids last week. Everything that happened with Max last week too. It was a whirlwind and... I'm not about to feel bad for being behind on these assignments because that's what I needed to do to support myself, which was to to not be focused on school. It is what it is. I respect it. So with all of that being said, we do not have an affirmation for you guys this week, but we do want to encourage you to take some time. To have gratitude, to reflect on what is going right in your life, the things that you might have you know, been praying for or manifesting, if you don't believe in prayer, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the things that you willed into fruition already, like just having gratitude. Sometimes we don't realize that we living in the manifestation because we too busy complaining about the stuff we don't have. But like, what's really good, you know? Yeah. What are you grateful for this week? Um, I'm grateful for sleep. <laughs> I'm grateful for all the times that I'm in like top health. Because, mm-hmm. girl, <sighs> it's been a journey. <laughs> it's like since we got here, I've been like every other week. It feels like every other week because time's going by fast, but in reality, you haven't been sick every other week. Like, I feel like somebody's always sick in our house for sure. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not always you. It just feels like it right now because you, like, frustrated, you know? Yeah. But you really been having this little cold for, like, three days. <laughs> it's too long. I think... I don't want to complain. I'm grateful for the good <laughs> health that I have. I'm grateful that I'm not down bad. <laughs> <laughs> you can't give me up right now. Listen, sometimes you need to complain, and I feel like you should honor yourself in that. Like, it's okay to complain sometimes. But as you complain, also reflect on what you are grateful for, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This sounds like a sad episode, but it's not. It's not. It's not even a sad episode. I feel like we just like giving the support that's needed. We're just really chill, like, you know? Yeah. What are you grateful for? Mm, what am I grateful for? I am really grateful for, for personal growth this week. I feel like, um,. In the last couple of weeks, I've really been reflecting on myself. And I'm somebody who always just trying to get like to the next thing, continuously better in myself. And that's all good and dandy. But like, sometimes it gets one, overwhelming, and two, just like, it's just too much always trying to achieve something. Like, right now, I just want to be present in who I am and the growth that I have had. And I just feel really grateful, like, listening back to old episodes or even, like, how we was having the episode about the communication styles, reflecting on how much I've grown as a person and, like, how better my relationships have got. I just really feel grateful for that. Like, I feel grateful for self-awareness. I respect that. So what are we talking about this week? We're talking about video games. I was imagining there was, like, some sound effects. (laughs) Give us some sound effects, baby. You're the audio girl. Oh, wait. You know, before we move into the topic, though, I forgot that today is the Day of the Dead. What was the two-day celebration? It's, like, November 1st and November 2nd. Mm -hmm. Um, If you are not of Hispanic heritage or specifically Mexican heritage, then you might not know anything about the Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. But in Mexico, they celebrate Dia de los Muertos. And it's basically just a time 
um, to venerate your ancestors and just share in the good memories. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's definitely a happy, positive time. It's super fun, super colorful, and just a time to reflect on memories that you share with people who are no longer in the physical realm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like to venerate my ancestors all throughout the year. I don't wait for one specific day or occasion because well, that's not important. <laughs> but <laughs> that will be going on and on. But um, yeah, happy, happy Dia de los Muertos if you celebrate that. Yeah. Yeah. So about video games, let's kind of talk a little bit about, I guess, like about our our mm. history, our relationship with video games. Yeah. When when did you start playing video games? Like how old was you when you got like your first game or you was exposed to it for the first time? I don't remember how old I was. I know I got my first console after Corey got his PlayStation. <laughs> I wanted a PlayStation. He had like Spyro. Oh, Spyro was the bomb. Yeah, I used to love going over there, have some playing it. But he got a PlayStation. I got a Nintendo 64. It was amazing. Um, I'm pretty sure I was. In elementary school, had to be, but yeah, I had Wave Race, I had a Donkey Kong game, I had Zelda, Zelda's good. I had um, NBA In The Zone that nobody could beat me on. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, what else did I have? I think that was all I played. I might have had like two other games, but those were the good ones. Yeah. I feel like, um, my stepdad, he was a little bit of a gamer. Mm hmm And I think that he had like a Nintendo 64 or something like that. But I remember... I can't remember when, but we got a Sega in our house and like, oh my God, we used to play the Sega to death. Like my favorite memories is just blowing those game cartridges, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then like putting them in. I remember playing like Lion King. I used to love that game. I used to love Sonic on there. Um, I mean, we had a bunch of games. I don't really remember a lot of them. The Aladdin game was one of my favorites. Like, mm -hmm. I think The Little Mermaid was fun. We had, like, a lot of Disney games. I see. Yeah. I think we had, like, some racing games, too. And then probably I remember when the PlayStation 1 came out. Eventually, we had a PlayStation 1. It's so crazy to think about how the game has changed. Like, the little square gray box, like. <laughs> yeah. That was, like, supposed to be the portable version. That was my next console, the PS1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Madden and Siphon Filter were my favorite games. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I used mm -hmm. to love the PlayStation 1 because I could play my CDs on it. 
So like I vividly remember just like when I start started getting CDs because I mean we definitely had tapes and then I had CDs. Mm-hmm. I remember I used to have the Trina CD. It was the pullover single. Mm-hmm. Um, Lil Kim was one of my sister's CDs, but I used to play that all the time. It was um, the one with the pink cover. I can't remember what album that is. Um. What else did I used to play? I remember I remember playing Spyro for sure on PlayStation. I can't remember what games I used to play on PlayStation. But I do remember when um I first was exposed to like Grand Theft Auto. I don't know what console that was on, but we was living it up. We used to put those hookers in our car and watch it shake up. See, <laughs> that's why were we playing that? It was such a good game, though. Yeah, my parents didn't know. They didn't know. They didn't know how graphic and yeah. violent. I think I want to say Vice City was my first Grand Theft Auto, and then when did San Andreas come out? I don't know. Mm. That was my steez, though. I used to get up on Saturdays. Everybody would sleep and creep to the front room and start playing video games. Yeah. Is there any games that you feel like have, like, survived with you out through the years, like, that you still play to this day? There's this one game that I would still be playing. If what? (laughs) (laughs) If somebody didn't take it and lose it, Def Jam Fight for New York, my absolute favorite game. I really hope that you hear this episode and you buy me this game. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) She's talking to you whoever you are. You know exactly who you are, and you know you're fucked up for taking my favorite game. <laughs> Go on, baby. I'm just saying. That's one of the greatest games ever. And what console was that on? It was on PS2. Oh, okay. Um, the one game that I will forever and always play, my one true love, is The Sims. You know, they really get me every time it's a new version come out. Mm-hmm. And then you end up having to buy all these expansion packs again to make the game funner. Mm-hmm. But I'm never going to stop playing. I've been playing since Sims 1. Mm-hmm. And like, you know those games that they keep coming out with expansion packs and stuff? It's like the games... In some way, it get better, but in some ways, it's like, I wish they still did that thing they did in Sims 2. Mm-hmm. But now I play with, like, a bunch of mods and stuff, so it makes the game way more fun. Like, you know, they can buy drugs, and, like, right now, one of my Sims that I'm playing with, she has, like, a dispensary, mm-hmm. living my dream life, pretty much. <laughs> I fuck with it. I like watching people play Sims. I don't think I have what it takes to play, like... Because I want to have all the mods, and I want to just live life. I don't want to, like, 
I don't know. I feel like on your computer, it'd be super fun to play Sims. Yeah, I tried, but I needed the space, so it had mm. to go. Dang, that's sad. That's so sad. I got it on the PS4, but I, I know that's not going to hit the same. So, speaking of updated version of games, like, how do you feel when they do come out with, like, these new games, like, but it be on your favorite game? Like, how much has, like, 2K changed? 2K is awful to me. It's great watching people play it. I don't know how they're doing it. (laughs) But the controls are just ridiculous. Like, I want to be into it so bad. But it's impossible to play. Mm-hmm. Like, why do I have to press the button a certain way for them to make the shot? I'm not playing the game. Like, for real. This is a video game. Yeah. It shouldn't take the same effort. Yeah, it's a little bit ridiculous. I haven't played 2K in a lot of... I think the last 2K I had was 2K10. That's how long it's been since I played 2K. Because, yeah, I agree. The only thing that's cool about it to me is, like, the careers and stuff, like, but besides that, it's like, mm-mm. Yeah, and it's, like, really online-based now, so. And then you got to pay for yeah. the subscription, like, y'all yeah. really tried it. I'm not paying for the game <clears throat> and the subscription, and that's another thing, too. That's another thing. I was, like, going to wait later into the topics to talk about this, but since we here, video gaming has become very inaccessible, like, I feel like we came a long way from being able to go to the arcade and just needed some quarters to have fun mm-hmm. to now where not only do you have to invest $400 on a console, then each game is between, like, 40 and could be upwards of $75. Mm-hmm. And then, plus the any expansions, plus a subscription, it's, like, yeah. really getting ridiculous. Like... Something that's supposed to just be fun and enjoyable for people of all ages now is becoming something that's impacted by classism, which is super annoying. Like, you'll never get to play a game that you genuinely want to play if you don't have the money for it or if you don't know somebody who got the game. Yeah, it's kind of whack. I really don't. I wish they would steer away from the online aspect of gaming. Because it just kind of ruins it for me. Like, it's it's a cool thing when you want to do it. But, like, for 2K, it kind of takes the fun out of it. Because, like, all the fun is online playing with other people. Mm-hmm. Like, it won't even... You're limited in what you can even do if you're not online. Like, I don't know. It's weird. I remember when that used to be like a weird thing. Yeah. Like playing online. Like, what even is that? I ain't playing with no strangers. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's like the thing. Yeah. I really enjoy watching like streams. I enjoy streaming. I feel like I do enjoy that aspect of technology as far as gaming goes. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. It really is fun to watch other people play video games sometimes. And I, for one, appreciate when I'm playing a game and I can go on YouTube and get a cheat. Mm. Or, like, if I'm having an issue, like, getting through some part of the game and I can go watch somebody gameplay. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to my girl, Wheezy. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. I don't know. I really like that. 
So I just looked at this article right now and it's like comparing the price of every gaming console with inflation and this was in 2020. So where do they have it? Okay, I'm going to just go through a couple of them. So the first console to ever come out was the Magnavox Odyssey. It dropped in 1972 and it was originally $99. Mm-hmm. If you would have attributed to the inflation since 2022, the console would have been $611 and change. That's crazy. Wow. That is like crazy. Now we're going to look at some of the games that I feel like most people play. So let's look at the Sega Genesis that came out in 1989 and when at the time that it came out, it was $189, which I said would say that's a lot of money. Wow. Yes. I can't believe that my parents paid $189 for that. And now with um inflation, it would have been $394. Yikes. Um, okay, the PlayStation came out in 1995. At the time it was $299. I'm kind of shocked. That's expensive. Yeah. In 1995, $300. Damn. That was some nigga's rent. Yeah. $507 with inflation. Hmm. Wow. The Nintendo 64 came out in 1996. Who would have known? I guess some of y'all know. (laughs) If y'all really game heads or you just remember the year you got the 64. It was $199 at the time, which I feel like that's super fair. Yeah. And right now with inflation, it'd be $327. Um, Dreamcast came out in 99 and that was also $199. Did you ever play a Dreamcast? Mm-mm. I think one of my co- cousins, well, no, they didn't have the Dreamcast. They had the GameCube. That one would have been $308 at the time. I want to look specifically at the PlayStations. Okay, the PlayStation 2 came out in 2000 and it was $299. Nowadays, it would be $446. And the PlayStation 3 came out in 2006. Wow, that was so long ago. Mm. And you could get it at either $499 or $599. Um, I guess that the dip price, the prices and difference might have been storage or something. Um, it probably came with some games. Or oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, and now it is priced at six hundred and forty-three dollars. Wow, that is so crazy. Did you ever play Xbox? I played Xbox maybe twice. I played Call of Duty, I think. Mm-hmm. On the Xbox, I've never really been an Xbox fan. I don't like the controller. The Xbox was like the last console that I owned. That was the last game system I ever bought. Like, I had an Xbox 360 and I actually had two of them. One of them I bought from somebody else who didn't want the Xbox no more. And the other one I bought it brand new. And both of them ended up giving me the red ring of death. If you guys ever had an Xbox, then you know about the Red Ring of Death. And basically, when your Xbox give you that Red Ring of Death, you're never playing that bitch again. You're never playing it again. And this game came out in 2005, and it was either $299 or $399. You was balling. 
But the crazy part of it is this is the one game that did not go with inflation. It's probably because that red ring of death. It's worthless. $393. Because who's paying almost $400 for a game system? And then one day you just turn it on and they like, nah. You looking at the game, the game looking at you and they're like, nah. Like, save progress, gone. Yikes. You'll never play this again. All you got is games that you make, might could resell to somebody or one of those shops. Shout out to the resale shops. Like, if y'all are still out there, we need y'all back. They are. They just be in the cut. Oh, we never went to. It's this one shop in Virginia Beach. They have everything in there. Oh. I love me some good used games because why would this is why we have overconsumption now because why shouldn't we just trade the games and put these niggas out of business imagine if one person that you knew like if you had a gaming community of friends y'all all just bought one game like and then y'all just traded the games back and forth between each other they would go out of business yeah everybody don't treat their games right though but, like, that's why, I mean, it would be your gaming community. You would be in a trusted circle of people that you know that you can, they're reputable to trade with. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it it could be a thing. It could work out. Like, imagine if everybody didn't even buy their own console and people just, like, to be honest, how often do you really play your game console? Like, some people, they really do. Some people play it every day. Do you have a specific console, like? PlayStation. If it's PlayStation, I'm good. Yeah, I think I'm definitely a PC girl. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, PlayStation is cool and everything, but I don't know. I feel like PC is just cool. I can, like, have all my games in, like, Origin or, like, you know, different platforms. And I could just play my game from literally any computer. Buy a new computer. All I got to do is download the platform to my thing, and then there's all my games. Like, literally, me Mm -hmm. and my cousins and my sister have, we've tricked the system, basically. We just all choose who's going to be the person that buys the first expansion pack. We log in through their email, and then we all play the games. And then every now and again, we'll buy different games, and we all play the games. And none of us plays it so much or at the same time that it's like, okay, girl, get off the account. Like, I think, like, any of us could play it at the same time, but only one of us could be online at a time. Mm. So, like, I'm just saying, save your money. You need to get with the times. I feel that. I think, I'm just thinking about, I had every gaming device that I've ever had. (laughs) And ironically, they all got lost or misplaced at the same time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I had my game stole one time and it was like the worst time ever. Two of them, I actually was like, yeah, you can have this. Mm -hmm. Two. But there was the 64, PS1, Game Boy Advance, a PSP. And some games. 
I got my PS2 back, but not all the PS2 games. Fight for New York, being one of them. Um, another game I like, but doesn't compare. Pretty pissed about that. I still have my Game Boy Color too. Yeah, I had a Game Boy Advance and somebody stole it from my grandma's house. I was really mad. I like cried for weeks. It was serious. My favorite game to play on there was Pokemon. I never played Pokemon again after that. Dang. Well, I played Pokemon Go. Did you ever play Pokemon Go? I never played any Pokemon game. Oh my God. When Pokemon Go dropped, I think there's people who still play Pokemon Go. First of all, it's really good for your physical health. I mean, <laughs> all of that running around town trying to get those Pokemon. They had me. Niggas was dying behind that game. <laughs> oh, God. They were. I think, I feel like somebody, like, either somebody walked in traffic or in front of a train to get a Pokemon or something. Niggas was wild. I remember when that was a thing. Oh my god, I'm so hungry. <laughs> um, well, I guess right now we can kind of transition into forest bias. <laughs> I hate when you just hit me with the blank stare. Do you want to tell them about forest bias this week? <clears throat> well, this week we're talking about the first U.S. black figure skater. Um, So recently Skate Canada Which is a a skating competition Occurred And Star Andrews Is her name Star Andrews She got a silver medal And so she is the first U.S. Black figure skater To win the Grand Prix medal So shout out to you Star Girl And um, We love Black Girl Magic Like yes so this Grand Prix, is that just like a international thing? Like they have the Grand You're Prix for racing? You're asking the right questions from the wrong person, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you're going to have to do your own research for that. I just okay, know okay. that Miss Andrews won. That's all I know. I don't know anything about figure skating. I mean, like, not... I just know that this is a big deal for her and for our community, but mm-hmm. I can't tell you. <laughs> she really needs that nap. Um, yeah. So shout out to her. Shout out Star. So is there any like accessories that you just got to have? Honestly, I just need a controller, but. I always wanted to have, like, the whole driving set, like the Mm -hmm. steering wheel and the pedals. Some of them have the gear shift, but I really need that. I'm not a manual girl. Yeah. I used to love the Wii, so I actually told a lot because I definitely had, like, a Wii. Mm -hmm. And we got the Wii U for Max when he was probably, like, three. Mm -hmm. So... Oh my god, I used to love the Wii, like the different accessories for it. Um, I think we had one of those PlayStation Move things, but we didn't really play that. Those games were so lame on PlayStation Move. <laughs> this is why consoles need to just stay in their own bag with what they do. Because we didn't need that from y'all. 
The We Did It Best. The Michael Jackson Experience is one of my favorite games. I used to just love playing Wii Tennis. It's super fun. Um, the little steering wheel for the Wii. So when you play Mario, Mario Kart and all that stuff, like, yes, need those. Now, when I was in the Navy, one of the favorite games that everybody used to play was um, Rock Band. Oh, yeah. I used to love playing Rock Band. And one of my friends had every single last accessory. They had the guitar, the drum kit, everything. So we mm-hmm. would just be in their living room like a whole fucking band in there like... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I wasn't the best, but it's a fun game to play, period. Like, yeah. I love Rock Band. We played that for years. Yeah. We should get Rock Band. I always wanted to have that game. I don't know why I never got it. Mm-hmm. Especially when they, they like, they was re-releasing that game like some Jordans. Yeah. It's like five different versions of that game. I wouldn't mind playing some Just Dance right now. Like, that was a dope game. You want to dance? I mean, I like Just Dance. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some choreography. Um, yeah, those type of games were super fun. I feel like I needed those type of accessories. I remember way back in the day, like, when the first computers was out, we used to have that little joystick thing. Did you ever have one of those? Yeah, we had one... Um, cause we used to play this game with my dad called Expendables. Mm-hmm. It's a dope ass game. I'm not sure if it's still like a thing. I'm sure it's not probably. I mean, you can probably find it and download it, but that game was so cool. You were like, I don't know if you were like a real human, but mm-hmm. like this guy who was killing these aliens and stuff. I don't remember the actual point. but it was like intense for me yeah it got my anxiety up just enough (laughs) where i would start to panic like oh my god i don't want to die but this is so thrilling yeah yeah we need that i um i used to love playing monster truck madness on the computer have you ever played monster truck madness Mm -mm. oh my god we got to get this game because you probably would actually love it it's a racing game but all of the cars is monster trucks Mm -hmm. so you'd be splashing through the mud and stuff but then you can also play where it'd be like sunday driving and you just drive around the town. And, like, me, my brother, and my sister, we used to put, like, chairs at the computer desk. And we would, like, basically be playing house. Like, we'd be driving <laughs> around town. I used to love playing Monster Truck Madness. And um, what else did we used to play? Um, we used to play, like, SimCity 2000. Like, those building games, you know. Or mm. even, I remember, like, Tycoon where you basically build up your business and all this stuff to become, like, the biggest business in the city. You was playing these sophisticated games. (laughs) I was just shooting and playing sports games. That's funny. I can't remember what this one game was, but it used to be, like, a theme park game. And so you would have, like, different, like, um, attractions in your theme park. Like, you would have roller coasters and food places. You could even make your fries more salty or less salty so that people <laughs> would buy you more drinks. Yeah. Like, it was so fun. I used to love games like that. Yeah. I, I used to love video gaming since I was a kid. Like, I think that it's definitely been a huge part of my life. 
And it's something even now that it really just connect me back to my inner child. Like it's something that I love to do for like stress relief, mm-hmm. which leads us into mental health matters. Do you feel like video gaming has been something that has been part of your mental health practice? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I ever really thought about it like that, but it is, I guess, something that just brings me a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. Like... The last few years, specifically watching people play games, has been, like, really fulfilling for me. Like, last week I started watching, um, I'm watching the full gameplay of the Miles Morales Spider-Man game. Mm-hmm. It's giving me everything I need. Is there a specific channel we should go watch this at? Um, I can't remember the name of the channel, but it's on YouTube. Oh. I can link it. Yeah, you should link it because maybe other people are interested in watching it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, LOL Kalia on YouTube. She also streams on Twitch. For she Sims. plays The Sims. Yeah. I love watching her play. I'm, I think I'm going to sign up for her Patreon because... I'm not caught up on the stories anymore, and her stories be so fun. See, I wish I could do that. Like, my Sim stream is, like, just me playing. <laughs> I mean, people want to watch that, too. Yeah, I don't know. For real, the Miles Morales one I'm watching, it's no commentary, it's just the game. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what I came for, because I want to see that game. I don't want to hear nobody talking. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I feel like I just need to get more comfortable because it's not like I'm not a talkative person. It's just like, you know. Yeah, it's something different. Yeah, it's different for sure. Because I have like different sides of my personality Like when I'm just like chilling. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're both kind of in chill mode today. Yeah, well, I smoked earlier, so that's why I'm like this. This is how I am. When I smoke, I'm like, (laughs) I'm just like, my vibe is just like, more monotone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would say that video gaming and any of your hobbies really can be a healthy coping mechanism. Like it's super important when we are having like stressful moments or even before we get to that point where we stressed out or overwhelmed that we pour back into ourselves doing the things that make us happy. Like Cherry said, so even if your thing is not video gaming, like maybe your thing is reading, maybe it's writing, maybe it's crochet and like some of my friends do crochet. One of my friends makes jewelry, like whatever you do, like for me, video game is one of those things, but I also genuinely love graphic designing. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I use me making content for the show as a way to escape from my other responsibilities, like because <laughs> I really enjoy it. Which kind of leads me to like, although something like video gaming can be really a really good coping mechanism, it mm-hmm. is something that many people use to escape from life, mm-hmm. which can be, you know, really damaging to your mental health in the long run. Sometimes we over stimulate ourselves, I feel like, with self-care mm-hmm. and then just be like, well, I'm taking care of myself. But it's like, OK, girl, but 
what are you avoiding <laughs> as you do this? You know, sometimes yeah. like we get a little bit too dissociated from reality. And that's when I'm like playing Sims for 10 hours and for the for three days straight. Like, are you okay, girl? <laughs> that's usually when everyone knows something's wrong. <laughs> like, she's been playing Sims for 48 hours. <laughs> Even the kids be like, you've been playing that game a lot lately. <laughs> But that's why self-awareness is important. And so you just have to be present where you are in your journey and maybe ask yourself, is there other things I could be doing besides playing this game that might contribute more to my mental health? And if it's not, then do what you got to do. <laughs> I don't know if this is where we should take it. What? No, sometimes you have to be present. Like, and I need three days to play The Sims. And after those three days, I can go back to my responsibilities. I feel... Good now. You know what I mean? Okay. Sometimes I need that. Now, if it's been three months and I have completely avoided all my responsibilities, my kids starve and <laughs> I dropped out of school and like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if your life starts really going down a bad route, then you know that you are way too far removed and you need to check back into reality. Like, nobody's yeah. saying that. But um, that is actually a really good segue into Relidian. This mm -hmm. week, we are talking about a movie called Ready Player One. We ain't going to do no spoilers or anything like that because I feel like you should just go and watch the movie. But basically, in this movie, everything in society has went bad. People are living in bad conditions. People don't have a lot of money. Money is not as valuable as it used to be. And everybody's life is so bad to the point that they just plug into this virtual reality. Mm -hmm. And there's three games that they could play in this virtual reality where they are supposed to try and get to this prize. And apparently that's going to make their real life better. So that's what they want to do. But I felt like it was a really good um, show to bring up just because, you know, as we are in times now where we're seeing stuff like the metaverse or people selling their consciousness mm -hmm. it's like we have to really think about like we are souls for sure but we are definitely living in these bodies and it doesn't matter what you have going on in a virtual reality like you are still have to physically be present in life like or life will start taking a turn for the worse so yeah <clears throat> It's all fine and dandy when you can plug into some game or some metaverse and be a whole different version of yourself. Essentially put on a whole costume to be somebody else. But when you wake up every morning and go to sleep every night, you still don't have to be you. So it's better to just go ahead and put that energy into becoming the best version of yourself and who you want to be. Like every day is another set of choices for us to choose things that's closer in alignment to where we're trying to go you know like mm -hmm. i ask myself frequently who do i want to be and i've changed my mind a lot and that's okay you know what i'm saying but yeah. it's important to at least be conscious and aware when you make the choices and decisions for your life and the lifestyle that you create and then you want to have and are your daily habits reflecting that yeah. Snaps. Anything you want to add to reel it in? I mean, pretty much said it all. It's giving 
Metaverse. Yeah. But not the Facebook version. <laughs> um, speaking of Facebook, they say it's falling off the map and they're losing this and that. But people are still on there daily. Like, I feel like the older people get, the more they use Facebook. So that's what's going to keep it here. But, yeah. I don't think Facebook is really going anywhere. I don't think it's going anywhere in a sense of um, it being a social media app. I think that it's going to, if anything, go back to its original thing of just for social networking. I think that as a business, Facebook kind of got greedy and thirsty and a little bit unethical. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a little bit because they're involved in several lawsuits and scandals and court cases federally. Mm-hmm. And I think that is going to be what's going to be the thing that takes Facebook. And maybe it won't be the entire Facebook platform, but I can't see Metaverse turning into something like Ready Player One because they've already, before it's even a whole full entity, start moving messed up. Mm-hmm. Not to mention all of the studies that are already take being taken place at this point that are being done about the mental health on in using social media and this VR programs and stuff like that and what that does to people. I can't imagine that long term this is gonna be something that is gonna be like allowed. I don't wanna say like they're gonna be infringing on our rights, but I kinda think that's where it's going. That's like my personal opinion. I mean they already are. Like, we don't read the terms. I mean, some of us read the terms, but then it's like, what do you do? Because they kind of have us locked in to the point where a lot of people conduct business using social media. Like, we would have literally no business if we couldn't go on these platforms and, like, engage with our potential customers and stuff like that. Um, Some people, the only way they can connect with their family and friends is through these different apps and stuff like that. So, It's a really difficult time because a lot of our lives are lived on social media. So, you know, it just would be interesting to see, like, how social media changes throughout the years and things like that. But the only thing you can do is personally control your usage because we know that they, even when we sign those agreements, they have complete access to, like, our full entire camera roll and, like, Mm -hmm. even with certain privacy standards or just, like, having your location on, like, all 20 of these apps that you have your location on, they're monitoring you at every single time of the day. And that's how they are sending you ads that is specific to you. That's how they are giving you this like personalized feed. And that's how the algorithm was created is that they're literally constantly watching you. And um, that is a lot of part of what they're in court about is because how much of this should be legal. Yeah. How this access that they have information to us. And um, yeah, we have to be aware of that as users because for sure, just as easy as these corporations, we give access to them. That also opens up to people that are hackers and different stuff. And we see it now, all the different scams people doing online with money and all different type of apps. It's like you can't get away from it. Question. Hmm. How do you feel about kids... And this gaming. I feel like all of the kids are addicted to playing games now. 
Oh my God, it's terrible. Like everything our parents were talking about, it was like, shut up, that's bullshit. But now it's like real. It's real. And I think it's different because when we was gaming as a kid, the reward system was very limited to what they have now. And I think that they get so much, like, stimulation from the game, like, all these different endorphins and emotions and Mm -hmm. stuff that they are addicted. It's, like, that's where they get their, like, source of happiness from. Like, my kids, they are, especially Max, addicted to video games. And we didn't start having to implement certain rules in our household to try and limit their usage. Like, I already have it where they can only play two hours a day. Like me, I'm really strict with stuff. We was going to talk about this more like on the parenting episode, but, um, and even now they not a lot to, to multi-screen. So mm-hmm. like if they play in their video game, they can't also have on the TV. You know, I feel like it's just getting to too much. And now like our kids, I seen somebody do a TikTok on this a while ago, but our kids is already in the metaverse. They already got the kids, Mm y'all. And they're only just growing up and going to continue these behaviors. And I think that's also something that's going to contribute to stuff like, you know, these apps being a normal thing, even though now we don't even see it as like, oh, people really just only living in virtual spaces and it being so bad, it's like this Ready Player One. Yeah. But like my kids already spending real dollars in these games that gives them no benefit in real life, mm. and they're okay with it. Like Max will spend at least seventy five percent of his allowance just buying skins and unlocking like the whatever it is every month. They have like a new one mm-hmm. and. That, that he he's living a virtual life like for real that's kind of like sad and scary because i feel like it's it's setting them up to just learn the hard way that you need money in real life mm-hmm. like yeah i mean and that's why as a parent individually you have to have financial conversations with your kid they're not listening now and that's going to be today's detriment. But the only thing you can do is keep having more conversations, keep having more conversations. And as they get older, also, their life is going to change. So they're not going to have no choice but to start taking some of the advice because it's going to be real life situations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When they're like, you know, really want to buy something and don't have money for it. It's going to be like, oh, shoot, I really don't have the money for this. Yeah. Or when... It, as they grow up and they start paying bills and different stuff and we're no longer financially responsible for them as much as we are now, mm-hmm. they're going to have real life situations. So life doesn't stop just because you into a video game. <laughs> yeah. It really doesn't. Well. <laughs> <laughs> So, what are you making time for this week? I'm going to be honest. I don't know. Um, I, I'm not sure where I want to put my energy. I don't know if I just want to sleep. I don't know if I want to start something new. I don't know if I should start something new. I don't know. 
Well, maybe you should just make time to think about what you want. That sounds like a good idea. What's she making time for? Um, This week, I really want to make time for um, my appearance. I feel like I've been really detached from caring about looking good for a while now. I just don't. I don't know. I was feeling like really disconnected from my personal style and like the clothes that I have and just like getting dressed in general. Like that used to be something that was fun for me. Like I used to be somebody that posts their looks every day. Like, Mm -hmm. and I just have gotten farther and farther away from that, like in the last year and a half. So I really want to like reconnect with that part of myself because it's something that definitely used to bring me a lot of fulfillment and I genuinely believe that when you look good, you feel good. So I feel like if I give more energy to that part of myself, then that's also going to help like build up like my own confidence and self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And I've really been working like on my sacral and solar plexus chakra. So I really want to just invest in some energy and time for that. I'm here for it. Yeah. I really want to get back to like the younger me when I was like really emo. Yeah. I probably won't be wearing like a side bang or anything, but don't bring the bangs <laughs> back. Anything but the bangs. The bangs was cute. That chunky bang that it was giving wolf girl, you know? We need you to be human. <laughs> <laughs> or alien, you know. Human or alien. I could, yeah. I could dig some alien alien-esque emo-ish vibes, yeah. you know? I'm down with that. Yeah. I definitely want to, like, experiment more with my makeup looks, like my eyeshadow. I used to be the dramatic eyeshadow queen, like, five years ago. hmm And now I just am, like, really, like, 90s everyday makeup girl, like, for yeah. a while. I, I don't play into this clean girl aesthetic, Mm-hmm. But if I had to name it something, that's what my makeup style would be now. Mm-hmm. I just put a little bronzer in my creases and go about my business. Have a nice little, you know, yeah, contour, a nice 90s lip. That's been my look for at least a year, maybe two. Yeah. But I really want to, you know, start getting back into like more eyeliner, heavier eyeshadow looks. Definitely... I'm feeling like dark villainy, you know? Yeah, Maleficent. You know, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I'm making time for. Um, Yeah, if you guys want to share with us what you are making time this week, you can do so, do so <laughs> by sliding into our DMs on Instagram at I've Got Time Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, also on TikTok. Wait, no, not TikTok, but um, Twitter at I've Got Time Pod. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter for real, though, because I be tweeting and everything. Like, y'all can give us a couple retweets. That would be nice. <laughs> Follow us for real. Get our followers up on Twitter. Let the girls know we've got what it takes. Download the episodes. Subscribe. Share the episodes. Love us a little. Just something. I mean, come on. <laughs> be grateful for us this week. <laughs> well without further ado 
I've got time.